Hello, my name is Kara Hope Lorraine, and welcome to A Little Piece of Hope. On this podcast, we dive into the many realms of life through sharing my love of being an actor, discussing fascinating topics with some incredible people, and honestly, just being a God-loving human being who wants to spread hope and kindness in all that I do. So stick around for a while. I think you'll truly enjoy being here. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode three of A Little Piece of Hope. I hope everyone, first off, is just having a wonderful day. I'm filming this on a Wednesday, and I love Wednesdays. Wednesdays are great, middle of the week, so can't complain over here. But today's topic is honestly, you don't have to have it all together. And this is such an important topic that I felt I needed to talk about. It can be so easy to come across as having everything planned and ready to go as an actor, as an influencer, as a person. I mean, think about how many people you meet in your life that you're like, wow, that person has it all together. Hey, fun fact, no, they really don't. They don't have it all together. And honestly, I'll be the first person to tell you that probably might be the person who doesn't have it together the most out of anybody. Um, And they're just really good at putting on that mask, that facade of, you know, oh, I've got it all together and everything's perfect. But like, that's not how it works, you know? We're human beings. Yeah, this is just a really exciting topic for me to kind of dive into today. And I think a lot of you all are gonna really just understand where I'm coming from. And hopefully you'll get some insights about to who I am. And maybe, you know, along the way, you'll understand yourself even better as well. So let's get into it. Okay, so I want to start off with a little exercise, and I don't care where you're at right now, even if you have to do this mentally, I want you to raise your hand if you are a perfectionist. My hand is touching the clouds at this point. I will be the first to admit to you that yes, I am a perfectionist. I own that. I know this about my personality, and I accept it because like every asset career or skill or strategy or even personality trait there's always going to be ups and downs and it's really just finding that middle area that happy medium between the two growing up this was like ingrained in me because i just strived to be perfect at whatever it is i was doing and i think i'd always had that tendency And as I got older, it just kind of shifted into different areas of my life. I used to be really tomboyish growing up, as a lot of people know. So that wasn't an area where I tried to be perfect in until I started getting older. And I started letting society tell me who I needed to be and just like losing myself in the process. And then perfectionism snuck its way into that area of my life. So perfectionism will kind of follow you where you're at and put itself into the places that it thinks it's going to be beneficial for you. Sometimes it's helpful and sometimes it isn't. In my career, perfectionism has really helped me in a lot of areas and it's hindered me in a lot of different ways. And the ways that it's helped me is just to be so sharp and on point and really putting my best foot forward with anything and everything I do. But at the same time, acting like you can't be perfect with it Acting isn't about showing perfect human beings on the screen. It's about being real. It's about being vulnerable. And I really had to learn to show up as messy as I was. If I wasn't having a good day, you have to show up still. 
You still have to submit that audition. You still have to be who you're going to be because you can't hide from it. You can't hide from your work, which is funny because it's work about being human, being selfishly that person that you're portraying. And, you know, they aren't going to always have a good day. And I really didn't understand this until I started allowing my work to kind of blend in with how I myself was doing and seeing, okay, well, you know what? I'm tired today. Maybe this character is tired as well. And just seeing what I could incorporate um, from my day also into the character's day, because at the end of the day, I'm on screen. You can't hide my face. You can't hide my emotions. So if I'm tired and I haven't slept for like a while, it's going to be obvious on screen. So bringing things with you has been such a challenging thing for me to combat perfectionism because there are some days where I tell y'all I've got bags under my eyes and I know I'm 19, but like, come on, bags are a thing. They'd be showing up and I'll go and edit my audition. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I look horrible. This and that and that. I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, Kara, what are you doing? This person, you're portraying this character. They are human. They are perfectly themselves. Just let it be. Stop giving yourself such a critical eye. And that's where perfectionism can really also come in and kind of destroy the talent that you have or the gift that you have. Um, So you want to be aware of you don't have to have it all together, right? And I'm going to keep coming back to this saying because we need to ingrain it into ourselves that it's okay to show up not fully feeling it. It's okay to show up not feeling 100%. Because we are on a roller coaster of life, okay? I don't know anybody who's just chilling at the top of the highest point, cruising for centuries on end. No, we are up and down and up and down, finding that consistency and allowing yourself to really just bring those areas into your life is actually empowering. This even blends into people who aren't actors, who are in their human day-to-day lives, Sometimes you're going to show up to work and you're going to be having a bad day, but it's like allowing yourself to realize, dang, today isn't the best day, but I'm putting my best foot forward here. I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to always falter to what society is telling me I have to be. I have to show up. I have to be perfect. I have to be this and that and that. And it's just kind of like that piece of owning. Yeah, I'm a mess. And you know, this is what you get. You get what you get. And and now I I understand there's like parts coming in. It's like, okay, but if I'm a mess, then what if this screws up and this and this and that? I'm not saying like be a bad person or, you know, be rude to others. I'm saying that it's okay to feel how you feel and acknowledging how you feel and recognizing that you are a human being and human beings deserve respect even on their bad days, even on their good days. This kind of leads into how growing up, it was like that need to be so perfect that I didn't show others who I was. I've had a bunch of people throughout my life come up to me and be like, hey, like you're super awesome, but you know, it was crazy when I first met you because you're like, you're such an enigma and I feel like I can never figure you out. And I was really taken back by that. I've had a bunch of different people kind of describe me as like this Pandora box they're trying to figure out. It really kind of made me step back and just think about myself and who I was and what is it that is making me 
reveal myself to others in more of like a guarded, protected way. And I was like, oh, I'm just going back to childhood trauma, right? I'm protecting myself. I'm putting up these veils to, oh, I've got it all together. Like I'm perfect. Like, yo, I'm a good time. And beyond that, beyond the veil, there is actually just just a kid, just a little girl from North Carolina who's goes through the exact same struggles everyone else goes through, deals with the exact same thing that you may actually be open and honest about right in front of me. And I wouldn't admit to that person that maybe I was going through it as well. I think that comes with age and growing and accepting where you're at and accepting your emotions and being like, why was I taught that like crying was bad? Like, why was I taught that being angry is a bad thing? You know, like these are emotions and emotions are fleeting and they don't stick around for forever. So you need to feel them when they are there because if you don't allow yourself to cry, if you don't allow yourself to feel things for the rest of your life, you're going to be making up for those traumas. You're going to be making up for those things that hurt you or that you never allowed yourself to feel and they're just going to build up and all of a sudden they're going to come out somewhere. Trust me, I learned from experience. I wasn't able to cry on camera for like the longest time. Um, just honestly being so realistic with you all. And then I suddenly was like, maybe I need to like work on myself. And once I started working on my own self and being like, oh, I was taught to never cry growing up. No wonder it's so hard for me to be vulnerable in front of a camera, much less a group of hundreds of crew members just watching me do this intimate scene. I had to learn that, yeah, I learned that growing up, crying was not the best and that you were shown as weak and insecure and all of these lists could go on. But once I started breaking those bricks down, oh my goodness, the freedom I feel now. I could literally just cry like right now if I wanted to and just let it out and just feel it. And oh my goodness, it's so healthy. Uh, It's just like the best thing. There's nothing better than a good cry. And then you let it out of your system and you move on. But think about like all of those tears that you haven't allowed yourself to cry And they're just like building up and swelling and getting stronger and stronger. At some point, that balloon is going to burst. And then when it does burst, it's probably going to happen at a time that you really don't want it to. So you don't have to have it all together, especially when it comes to crying. If you feel like crying, cry. If anybody's judging you for feeling the way that you feel, that's an issue with them. Maybe they themselves are struggling with feeling the emotions. This goes straight along the path of empathy, right? To have empathy for another human being is also being like, wow, that person's crying. I know exactly what that's like, or I feel for them, or I really hope that their day gets better versus being the other side that is, why is that person crying? I don't understand. Like, oh, come on, just like, I don't know, get tough it up, whatever. You see the difference? Having that empathy aspect and growing empathy and love for one another's and having grace and just allowing another person to breathe, right? It's so important. And here's another big thing that I want to lead us into. If you're not showing everyone who you are, not to mention like how many people are missing out on who you are. Forget about what you're missing out. Think about how much the world is missing out on such a gift. That gift being you, the gift that God created, which is so perfect, so meant for your destiny. By not revealing to others who you are, you're doing a disservice to yourself. And you're cutting off so many amazing things that could potentially happen if you just allowed yourself to open up. 
But I will be the first person to say on here again that that is not easy. It is so hard. The things that we go through, the baggage we all carry with us, the traumas, the bricks, as an acting teacher I worked with calls them. I mean, I'd just be building up a brick wall so high. I mean, I can't even see past it. And it's about going in, doing the deep work, and allowing yourself to break down those bricks and rip them from the seams and honestly throw them so far that they break and crumble and crash and dealing with that issue head on. And that allows you in itself to realize that you don't have to have it all together like you are ingrained from the get-go. And our society now more than ever keeps going down this road of perfectionism and perfect. And yet I find it so funny that we are all so broken, aren't we? We are all so, so struggling and so much pain. If you really talk to people in the room and brought up one issue and like, honestly, everyone raise your hand if you felt this way. Everyone would. We are all struggling more than ever with insecurity, perfectionism not feeling like we're enough, not liking the body that we've been placed in, feeling like we're trapped. And it's all because the society is telling us how we need to act, how we need to be, what we need to have, how we need to present. And it just feels like such a weight. So this comes to my point that if you aren't showing others who you are, you're going to go through your entire life just living this secondhand character. When I know I, I want to show others who I am. And I know that deep down you want to show others who you are, but you're scared. What comes back to everything? Anger leads to fear, right? Sadness is actually just fear. It's all just leads down to this one big center point, which is fear. Recognizing the fear is how you tackle it. You can't handle the problem before you've identified it and allowed yourself to say it out loud that this is something you struggle with. I think we need to just change our mindset into really understanding ourselves on a deeper level and knowing the person that we truly are deep down is so perfect just the way it is. And it's ironic because I use perfect, but I use perfect in a sense that perfect is showing up as you are, being who you are, not having to portray this certain thing, right? There's a difference in being who you are versus portraying something. And I think when we portray, that's when perfectionism goes down the wrong road. So eliminate it, get rid of it, work on it, tackle it, be aware of it. That's something that I'm, I work on every day to be aware of because I understand that the environment I have grown up in and the people around me, we're all just human at the end of the day. We're all just human beings struggling. And if you aren't showing others who you are, what, what are you losing? You're losing so many different things. You're losing being comfortable, being happy, being relaxed, being carefree. Imagine missing out on all of that. It's hard. I understand because it's like losing parts of yourself and not revealing those things and keeping it locked away for so long just feels like this one suffocated piece. And you get so used to living alongside of it that you just get comfortable and in that comfort, that kind of unhealthy comfort pattern, it leads straight to you wanting to have it all together. Because you're like, if, oh shoot, if I, if I don't have it all together, this is going to look really bad. So what? What if it does look bad? Whose issue is that? That's not on you. That's on other people. I want so badly to help this generation and all the generations right now be themselves. 
And I say that out loud because I'm not just speaking it to the people on here. I'm speaking it to myself as well. That it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to have these feelings. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to cry. It's okay to laugh. It is okay. Think about how freeing it is to show up somewhere and just be who you are unapologetically yourself. Not worrying what others are thinking. Not worrying about the stresses of tomorrow or what you did the day before. But by being who you are, you also step into the gift of now. The only gift that we really truly have that God gives us isn't, isn't tomorrow. It isn't yesterday. It's right now. You listening to this podcast. Me recording this podcast, right? That's where the energy comes from. That's where life is flowing all about. We're going to talk about a little sidebar right here because I just feel like on my heart that this is kind of what needs to be said, but I'm really good at living in the future. Can you relate to that? Or maybe can you relate to living in the past? Living in the future is something that I feel like for so long of my life I have done because I never liked the circumstances I was in. Whether it was my parents getting divorced, having a bad day, getting bullied at school. I don't know. We could go all the way back. I just never liked the circumstances I was in. And so I thought, oh, if I just live into tomorrow and I have all these things planned out, they're going to work out. And this is how it's going to be and this is how it's going to go. But tomorrow isn't promised. And the funny part is we know all of these things. And I try to remind myself of every little piece when I am struggling, it's just funny how we are so bad at taking our own advice. I have an incredible friend. He listens to this podcast. I think you know who you are. We chat all the time. Sometimes I get a little busy and gets mad at me because I'm not able to respond. But I genuinely appreciate our friendship more than I could honestly. I just can't, I can't thank God enough for it. And we talk about how we're so bad at taking our own advice. But yet we can sit there and I can come to him to a problem. He can give me a problem and we can give paragraphs long of just information on how to maybe fix that problem or feel better, et cetera, et cetera. And yet I know all of those things. I know what's going to make me feel better. I know how the key is going to fit into the door. I have the key. I'm just like not using it. And I mean that in the sense that we know all of these things. And it's just funny how we just don't take our own advice. Like, why don't we take our own advice? Is it like some magical spell that like, oh my gosh, because this other person says it, I understand it now. I get it. It's like the light switch is turned on, right? What I challenge you to do today is start drinking your own medicine. Start seeing what happens if you just live into today. And if living in today you also are allowing at the same time to be yourself and living with yourself. I find that a lot of times people that aren't living in today either A, don't like the circumstances like we talked about, B, are struggling with who they are and they think that by tomorrow or you know somewhere in the future they're going to like themselves better. It starts today. It starts now. The way you start talking to yourself, the way you talk to others, it starts with today. And it begins though, not with, I have to have it all together. It starts with this, you know, I don't have it all together, but that's okay. This is who I am. And I may be struggling with this today, but I know that at some point it's going to get better. 
And on top of it, I know that the gift I have is right now. And I'm going to sit in this moment and I'm going to allow myself to be perfectly content with where I'm at. Can we talk about the power in that? If everybody woke up every single day and just allowed themselves to stay in the moment, to be themselves, to be vulnerable. Oh my gosh, that's so scary, that word. How could you ever say that? Yeah, because being yourself is being vulnerable. I find it really interesting that the actors I find most attractive in their work, and I'm not saying attractive in like a the way that they look, I'm saying attractive with how well they are at their craft, are the people that are comfortable in themselves. Let me say that again. The people that are most attractive, not physically, in their art are the people that are most comfortable with themselves in their skin. Because it's you admire it. You're like, oh my gosh, that person, they just are so free. They live and they float and they talk and they speak. I want that. I, I envy that. How do I get there today? That's how you get there. Not tomorrow, not years later. I mean, shoot, you don't even know what's going to happen in tomorrow. And that right there, that's the gift, baby. <laughs> that's the gift that we are blessed with. So I know that I talked about a lot of different things in the last few minutes, but there's so much power in what I am talking about. And it is by the grace of God that I really have been able to recognize I don't have to have it all together and breaking the walls of perfectionism and finding that happy middle area again. Do something for yourself today. I don't care what that is. I don't care if that's maybe just taking a moment to do a few inhale and exhales or getting an ice cream or watching your favorite show, something. I don't know what it is, but you deserve to allow yourself to just be in the moment of life today. Take your gift. I mean, think about how excited people get at birthday parties, seeing all those gifts and like, oh my gosh, I don't know which one to open up first. You have a gift right in front of you that you aren't unwrapping. Take that gift and use it. I'm really excited because next month in May, we are going to have a special guest on this podcast. It's one of my great friends. Really excited to just talk about so many different things and uh, I'm not going to reveal quite yet what's it going to be about. You're just going to have to stay tuned. So get excited. I love you all so, so much. My name is Kara Hope Lorraine. May you go into today with peace, light, and an abundance of joy. And I can't wait to talk to you on the next podcast. Love you all so much. Thanks so much for listening. It means the world that you would take time out of your day to tune into this podcast. I hope you go into the world with peace, light, and an abundance of joy. Oh, and just remember one thing. Stay humble, but hungry. Special thanks to Lucas Chambers who composed the music for today's podcast. Until we meet again, my dear friend. <laughs>